It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Kansas City Chiefs have not made an offer to Chris Jones since he signed the franchise tag. That is your Kansas City Chiefs Google News story of the day, and we're going to break this down for this show. Uh, What this looks like is they are still talking to Chris Jones, or could be talking to Chris Jones, I guess, over the next month and a half, trying to get a contract deal done with him. But at this point, they have not done any kind of deal. They have not really had any kind of contract negotiations with him since he signed his franchise tag. What that tells me is that more than likely, this is going to be a situation where he is not going to show up for anything, and he is going to be expected to play under the franchise tag according to what it appears to be going on right now. What that's going to mean for Kansas City is it's going to be very hard for them to be able to get any other kind of deals done because right now they're sitting at just over $6 million in cap space. Uh, That just doesn't give them enough money to be able to go and do anything. They still haven't signed any of their draft picks. Obviously, they're not going to use all $6 million, but they're going to need more going into the season. Chris Jones is going to be the biggest piece of that. So at this point, it looks like Kansas City is going to be probably going into the season with Jones not signed to a long-term deal, which I was not expecting. I was thinking that they were going to be working to get this done. But it sounds like from Ian Rappaport and Mike Garofalo that they are not even talking to him right now. And that is a big deal. I really expected them to try to get a deal done with Chris Jones. I know it was going to be hard considering the amount of money that it was going to take to be able to get him done, but it was something that I expected them to try to do. At this point, though, you have to wonder if that's really going to be the case considering there hasn't been any negotiations in the past two months. Uh, obviously, you have a lot of other things going on, so it's possible that they will get there and they will try to make a deal, but you would have thought that they would at least be trying to hammer out some parameters over the past two months, uh, especially since the draft has been over with now for over a month. Uh, and so, you know, big questions when it comes to the way this roster is going to be. Chris Jones is probably one of the top three or four players on your team. Uh, in my estimation, he is probably the best player on the defense. And, and I don't mean any kind of slight to Tyron Matthew, but I still think Chris Jones is, is maybe a better player at his position than Matthew is at his. Uh, but obviously Matthew has a lot of leadership on this team, and that means a big deal to this roster. So you got to wonder what's going to happen there. $6.2 million in cap space for Kansas City right now. Uh, big question marks as to how they're going to be able to free anything else up. With the LDT move that's already been done, he's not going to be going anywhere, so they're going to be keeping him. Uh, my guess is you're looking at losing at least $2 million, if not $3 million on the cap, just signing your draft picks to their contracts. You're not going to lose the full amount because you're just offsetting any of the larger deals for the rookies that you would uh, against what's already on this cap. So I don't think you're going to lose the entire amount. But I do expect that usually it's between 3 and $4 million that you do lose signing. So I could see Kansas City going down to $3 million, maybe even $2 million in available salary cap space. And that's going to be a big thing going into this season because then that really doesn't give you any room to be able to do anything during the season, bring in players uh, with injuries. And you start looking at what that's going to mean. One of the, the 
things that changed in the rules in the NFL is you can bring back three players from IR, but you still have to go out and sign somebody. So big questions. We're going to have to figure out how all that's going to work out. I would expect that there's going to have to be some kind of move because Kansas City usually likes to go into the season with between 5 to $10 million in cap space available. There is nothing like that right now. Big question mark on that. Uh, we will see what they do in that regard. That is your Kansas City Chiefs Google News story of the day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to another episode of Locked On Chiefs. I am Chris Clark from Chiefs Digest, and I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. It is now June. We are now getting into the weird part of the NFL season. It is a lot weirder right now because we don't have any kind of mini camps that we have been talking about. We don't have any kind of OTAs that we've been talking about. No mandatory mini camps, no nothing. Coaches can't even go in the building. Players can't go in the building. Uh, very weird time. So it's going to be over the next couple of weeks that we're going to find out how the NFL is going to progress, what they're going to do, what teams are going to be able to do, and who's going to be able to report and when they're going to be able to report. Uh, the hope is, it sounds like, that they were hoping that this week that the coaches will be able to get back into the offices, but you still can't have players. The big question when it comes to coaches is, are you going to be able to get all teams in? Because if you can't get all teams in, the coaches can't be in. That's just the way the NFL is looking at it. It's got to be fair for all teams. So big questions on that. Uh, we don't really know what's going to happen on that. There isn't anything out there right now as of this moment that I've seen. So when you're looking at Kansas City, what you're looking at is you don't know what you're going to do with minicamps. You don't know what you're going to do with OTAs. You don't know what you're, when you're going to have those. When it really comes down to what players are going to be able to do and what they're doing, all of this stuff was supposed to be done by now. The players are basically supposed to have a month and a half off uh, at this point. And the NFLPA has basically said that you know teams aren't going to be able to go back just and expect to be able to start things up because that's not what the deal is under the collective bargaining agreement. So something's going to have to be done there. I don't know what that's going to be, but that's definitely going to affect how this is going to work for this team and for the entire NFL in all honesty. So big questions on that. Uh, and then you start looking at what we talked about in the first segment. You start looking at Chris Jones and what his deal is going to be this season. Okay, so I will take a little bit of a step back. I do apologize. I thought I had seen somebody report that he had signed his franchise tag, but at this point he is not signing his franchise tag. So that means that he does not have to report to anything uh, and they can't find him, which makes a little bit more sense in the whole situation. So I do apologize about the confusion there, uh, but I did check on that. What it does mean, though, is he is on the he is on their salary cap for sixteen point one two six million in twenty twenty. He is charged seven point two five percent of the team's twenty twenty salary cap. Uh, I'm not saying he's not worth that because I absolutely think he is. I think he's a fantastic player. Again, I think he's probably one of the top two or three player, man, four or five players on the on the entire Chiefs roster, uh, and I think he's probably the best player on the defense. So. That is my personal opinion right now. I really hope that they're able to figure out a way to get the deal with, done with Chris Jones. But what that's going to bring me to is where's the sticking point? Uh, the biggest question right now is are, are the Chiefs going to be able to sign him to a deal 
uh, that beats what DeForest Buckner just got in Indianapolis. When Indianapolis traded for DeForest Buckner, they gave him a four-year extension for $84 million. Uh, that was executed as soon as the trade was finalized, which means he is guaranteed almost $40 million at signing. Uh, he will receive $56.378 million in guarantees total, uh, and $39.378 million is guaranteed at signing. What that basically means is that you have about $17 million that is guaranteed if he is on the roster. Uh, so big questions on that. We'll have to see how that plays out. But obviously, you're expecting that he is going to be on the roster for the foreseeable future. So he will make that $56.378 million. Uh, but the, that's really how contracts have been going over the past couple of years. So it's not really too surprising that they're doing something like that. But the, what that really does is that puts him at $21 million a year. Uh, you start looking at what Aaron Donald makes in uh, for the Rams, and he is on uh, the salary cap for $25 million in 2021 in 2020. 12% of the team's salary cap is Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, in my opinion, is the best defensive tackle in the NFL. Uh, I love Chris Jones, but he is not Aaron Donald. So it is close, but he is not Aaron Donald. So I have a hard time seeing him beat that $25 million number. But it's not going to surprise me if he is not going to say that he is worth that. So that's really what it comes for Kansas City. Can you beat the Aaron Donald number? Do you even want to have that conversation? Personally, I don't think that you can justify beating $25 million for Chris Jones when you're going to end up paying Patrick Mahomes maybe $35 to $40 million. Uh, We're going to have to see how that contract situation plays out. But the bigger question and the thing that they absolutely have to beat is Chris Jones, in my opinion, is better than DeForest Buckner. I like Buckner as a football player, but he is not as good as Chris Jones is. So you have to be able to beat his number, which is basically $21 million a year over four years. Is Kansas City able to do that? Right now, that would be a $5 million jump from what his number is this year. Uh, now, that's not that big of a deal because you can go with a low salary, and I think that's what they would do. They would go with a very low salary, and that's not what they did in the Buckner contract, but Indianapolis is in a completely different uh, salary cap situation than Kansas City. But Kansas City could go with a low salary amount of 3 or $4 million, give him $40 million guaranteed, and you know reduce his number by a couple of million dollars this year. And I think that would be the best situation for Kansas City. Now, obviously, you're going to have to pay it over the next couple of years, but if you could reduce his number by giving him a $40, $45 million bonus, or let's call it 40, let's call it a four-year contract or a five-year contract. Let's do five years. Five years for $45 million. So that's $9 million a year that is going to be prorated on that contract. And you give him a $3 million salary. That takes his number from 16 this year to 12 this year. That is a lot more palatable. Uh, and that gives you that extra $4 million that you're really going to want to go into the season with. So I think that that's going to be something that Kansas City is really going to be needing to look at. When we get back, I do want to talk a little bit more about this, and then we can talk a little bit more about Patrick Mahomes as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And welcome back. All right, so before the break, we started talking about Chris Jones, his contract, what they could do with it. Uh, you know, if you're talking five years, I think you're going to have to go to $105 million. Uh, I just think that's what you're going to have to do. 
big question is, are you going to want to go over Frank Clark's number? Uh, I could see a situation where Chris Jones is saying, well, hey, I deserve to be paid as much as Frank Clark or maybe even more since I'm a homegrown player. Uh, it's just really hard to know what Kansas City is going to be willing to do at that point. I can't see Kansas City wanting to do a four-year deal because I just don't think that they're going to want to be able to not have that fifth-year option when it comes to spreading out the cap hit for Chris Jones. Uh, so that, I do think, plays into a big factor in this. So I do think that you know maybe if Chris Jones is wanting a four-year contract, that's going to be very hard in Kansas City. Uh, it's just that's the way it is. They're, they don't really have the money to be able to do that. They really need that extra season to be able to push out more of that cap space and more of that bonus. So, you know, big questions on that. Uh, and I guess what I was really saying is it would be a $45 million signing bonus, which seems like a lot of money up front. But if you're going to pay him for the next three years and you know he's going to be here, uh, then you make that investment and you take advantage of that while you can. So, where does that leave Kansas City? Again, if they're able to basically make the contract, like I was saying, they give him a, a $3 million salary, they give him a $45 million signing bonus, they spread nine over the next five years, that puts his number at 12, that gives Kansas City roughly $10 million in cap space. After signing their draft picks, more than likely they're at eight or $9 million in cap space. That is something that they can work with. That is something that they're going to be able to, to make some moves with, not necessarily go out and sign some of their guys that they really want to go sign or maybe give an extension to somebody that they would like to extend. But it does give them the option of bringing in some lower-tier guys that can step in and take some lower salaries uh, and maybe step in if they have injuries at times. Uh, so we'll have to see how that works out. But when it comes to the salary cap and this team, it's going to be very hard for them to beat the Aaron Donald deal. I don't think Kansas City would want to go that direction. So I think what it really comes down to is, is Chris Jones willing to take less than Aaron Donald, take more than DeForest Buckner, but less than Aaron Donald. If he wants to meet in that number uh, with a five-year deal, I do definitely think that that can be done. But again, is he going to want to do that? Big question on that. Uh, we will see how that plays out over the next couple of weeks. We will know, obviously, by July 15th if they're going to get a deal done with him. I do not expect he's going to show up to anything until he has a, either a deal or until the franchise tag situation is completely handled at this point. So where is that going to leave Kansas City when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and his next contract? Uh, at that point, if you can get to a point where you have 8 or $9 million going into the season, uh, that really still doesn't give you the ability to go do something with Patrick Mahomes because he's still going to be... Uh, a contract that is going to take up a lot of your cap space whenever you do sign him to an extension. Uh, it's definitely going to be something that is going to possibly help in the future, but it's going to be a big question mark as to how they're going to be able to get that done. Uh, a lot of things that are going to be moving in and out of this chief salary cap picture. All right, so a couple of things when it comes to Patrick Mahomes' contract. He is under contract, obviously, for 2020 and 2021. Uh, interestingly enough, it looks like Over the Cap has actually filled out his number for 2021, which is, let's see, $24 million, almost $25 million on the cap in 2021 for his fifth-year option. So that is going to be a number that honestly is probably going to be low for what they're going to be paying him in 2021, I would assume. So I can't even imagine that they're going to be getting any of that back unless they don't do the extension until next year, and then maybe they're going to. But then they're really kicking the can down the road, and that's going to be a problem. So what you would really want to do with Patrick Mahomes is you would want to try to sign him to a deal this year uh, and use some of what he has, uh, because right now his cap number is $5.3 million. 
So really, the bigger question and the thing you have to figure out if you're Kansas City is, can you find another five to ten million this year that you can maybe take from uh, you know another player and move it into next year and maybe get to a point where you can give Pat another five or ten and give him a big signing bonus in 2020 that is going to take care of some of the upfront money that you're going to have to pay him and not string you out near as far on his contract because it's going to be something that if you can use some of his cheaper years, which which is what you're going to have this year, uh, his cap percentage right now is 2.4% in 2020. In 2021, that goes to 11.6%. It will never go under 11.6% again unless he signs another extension down the road. And I still have a hard time believing it's going to be under 11.6%. Uh, but, you know, big question as to how the cap's going to be affected. The other thing that will play into what are you going to do with 2020 and 2021 is what is the NFL going to have when it comes to the salary cap in 2021? They're guessing right now what they think the salary cap is going to be. I'm not so sure it's not going to go down. And if that really goes down, then you're in a situation where you're going to be paying him more money in a year. And I'm not saying you don't pay him. I'm just saying you're going to be paying him more money in a year where the salary cap has actually gone down for the first time in a long time. And that could be really a big deal. You look at what they have. They have about $34 million in cap space after his $24 million on the books for next season. So they still have the ability to sign him to a longer deal uh, and use up some of that money next year. But I really do think that if they could find a way to get another 5 or $10 million on the cap number this year, that's exactly what you would want to do with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, are you going to be able to do that? You would have to really make some moves to try to free up that kind of cap space. Uh, you know, you could do the Chris Jones thing uh, and give him a million dollar salary, and then that saves you two or three million. That instead of paying him a lower salary of like three million, you pay him one million, and then it's all you know the the cap is is all uh, the nine million that we were talking about earlier. You could do, definitely do that, and that's certainly a possibility for him. But that's not going to be enough money. That's not going to be something that they're going to be able to go and say, okay, we're going to give him you know sixty million in, in signing bonus over five years. And it's going to be, you know, twelve million a year. You just don't have the availability in the cap room to do that, and leave yourself some wiggle room. Because, like I said before, don't forget, Kansas City wants to have some kind of wiggle room going into the season. They do it every year. Uh, it's just a basic question of whether or not it's going to be five million, or is it going to be eight million, or is it going to be ten million? Uh, right now, I have a harder time believing they're going to get anything more than almost five million dollars of cap space going into twenty twenty one. Uh, or sorry, going from when they get everything said and done and they have cut the players they're going to cut, they will have about $5 million in cap space would be my guess into the season. Don't forget, they carried over almost $21 million in 2020. So they are already going to be paying more than the cap this year. Uh, that's okay. That's how that works. And that's the way it's designed to work. But that is going to be something they're going to be having to look at. And that's one of the things you're going to have to look at when it comes to the salary cap space. So that's kind of where Kansas City's cap space is right now. Again, they're at about $6.2 million as, as I'm recording this right now. Um, I would expect that, that you know if they could sign Chris Jones, they could get a little bit more money, uh, and maybe they could maybe try to get a deal done with Patrick Mahomes. The one thing that you have to watch out for when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, do you sign him to a deal uh, before Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott? I would think that you'd want to because I think both of those guys are going to get a lot of money. I really don't trust... Bill O'Brien in Houston, I just don't think he knows what he's doing. So I do think that that's going to be a big thing. And maybe you can get a deal done with before they sign Deshaun Watson. And then Watson's asking for more money than Mahomes got, even though he probably doesn't, even though he wouldn't deserve it. 
but I would still figure that he would ask for it. Uh, and maybe that really helps you down the road when Houston can't afford things down the road. But at this point, I think you're looking at a situation where the big question mark, and, and we're still not going to know for the next couple of weeks and maybe another month, month and a half, what is going to happen with Chris Jones? Is he going to be here on just a franchise tag? Uh, it's certainly looking like that's more and more possible. The one thing that I didn't talk about and I just can't see happening is I can't see Kansas City trading him this year. Because if you're going to trade him, you would trade him before the draft. Um, you could trade him at this point still, but you're not getting anything back until the 21, 2021 draft. Is that something you really want to do with one of your best players? That would, however, free up the cap space to be able to give Patrick Mahomes a big contract this year and take up another 15 to $16 million in cap space with his signing bonus. So that is definitely something they could do. I don't think that that's the direction they're going to go, but it is something that they could look at doing if somebody was willing to come along and, and trade for him. But the bigger problem you're running into is with the corona issue, no team really knows what's going to happen with this season. Everything's up in the air. So really hard to see you getting value out of a Chris Jones trade if you're going to trade him. And again, I just don't see a reason why they would want to trade him right now. And that's going to be it for today. Thank you very much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Ryan will be back with you tomorrow to talk more Chiefs. Uh, we're going to see whether or not they have some more information coming out as to what the NFL is going to do uh, when, he, when players and coaches can come back. But at this point, we don't have that information right now. We will have you covered when we do get it. Thank you all for listening, and you have a great day. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.